And he shall go forth, suffering pains and afflictions and temptations of every kind, and this, that the word might be fulfilled, which saith he will take upon him the pains and the sicknesses of his people. Alma 7, verse 11. Hey listeners, this is Neil from Book of Mormon Central, and today's podcast addresses the question, whose word was fulfilled by Christ's suffering pains and sicknesses? Alma the Younger's teachings to the people of Gideon about the future sufferings of the Son of God are recognized and cherished by Latter-day Saints as one of the most descriptive passages on the atonement in all of Scripture. In the midst of those inspiring and prophetic verses, Alma says the sufferings of the Son of God will happen, that the word might be fulfilled, which saith he will take upon him the pains and the sicknesses of his people. Thus, Alma appears to have in mind an earlier prophecy about the sufferings of the Messiah, but he does not say which prophet he is quoting. Several scholars and scripture cross-references have noted that Alma was alluding here to Isaiah 53. In particular, Thomas A. Wayman has argued that Alma 7 verse 11 may be referring to Isaiah 53 4, even more directly than people had initially suggested. Isaiah 53 verse 4 says, Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. While it may not immediately appear that Alma's words, pains, and sicknesses are likely based on the King James Version of Isaiah 53 verse 4, according to Wayment, the version of Isaiah 53 verse 4 quoted by Alma is quite similar to the Hebrew text that has been passed down to us, but it is unlike the English translation provided in the KJV. This is because among the primary meanings of the Hebrew words translated in the KJV as A, griefs, and B, sorrows, are A, sicknesses, and B, pains, respectively. These understandings of the Hebrew words in Isaiah 53.4 make its relationship to Alma 7.11 clearer and more direct. Isaiah said that the Messiah would bear the A, sicknesses, and carry the B, pains, of his people, and Alma, likely citing Isaiah 53, verse 4, thus said that the Son of God would take upon him the B, pains, and the A, sicknesses, of his people. The inversion from A, sicknesses, and B, pains, to B, pains, and then A, sicknesses, in Alma's citation, reflects the ancient Hebrew literary practice known as Seidel's Law, which holds that the quotation of one biblical phrase in another biblical passage frequently reverses the elements of the source text. After also comparing Alma 7.11 with the KJV, the Septuagint, an ancient Greek translation of the Hebrew Bible, and Matthew 8 verse 17, which is a quotation of this part of Isaiah 53.4, Wayman concluded, upon comparison with a literal translation of the Hebrew Masoretic text, it is clear that Alma's rendering, pains and sicknesses, is the closest to the Hebrew, and the most accurate in reflecting the exact lexical equivalence of the Hebrew text. Wayment concluded, It is unimaginable that the prophet Joseph Smith, without inspiration, could have translated such a passage into English so that it would be more reflective of our Hebrew text than the already well-established English KJV tradition, which contains significantly different wording. Most translators tend to gravitate towards established and authoritative translations of important texts. In this instance, it would be natural to assume that Joseph would have translated the Isaiah passage using the wording of his KJV Bible, but instead he translated it literally, being unaware that it was an Isaiah quotation included by an ancient Book of Mormon author. 
Why did Alma include this powerful statement as he spoke to the people of Gideon? Alma's inclusion of these words from Isaiah 53 and Mosiah 14 within the testimony which is in himself, a testimony he said the Spirit had spoken to him, suggests that these words from Isaiah and Abinadi were deeply meaningful to him. Like Elder Bruce R. McConkie, Alma may have felt that these words spoken originally by two earlier prophets were now his own because the Holy Spirit of God had borne witness that they were true. Alma could personally testify to the reality of Isaiah's prophetic saying from his own intense suffering during his conversion. Alma could not move his limbs or open his mouth for three days, being severely tormented with the pains of hell, even with the pains of a damned soul. This condition persisted until he remembered his father's teachings about one Jesus Christ, a son of God, after which he could remember my pains no more, and his limbs did receive their strength. No wonder Alma related so deeply and personally to Isaiah's words about the Son of God, the suffering servant, bearing for all his people all their sicknesses, including physical maladies, and pains, including mental and internal suffering. Moreover, Alma's father, Alma the Elder, drew his teachings from the words of Abinadi, who had recited all of Isaiah 53 while he explained and testified of Christ's redeeming mission to Noah's priests. Thus, the very teachings of Alma the Elder that had triggered the removal of the memory of Alma the Younger's pains and the restoration of his physical health and spiritual well-being may well have included, or at least been influenced by, Isaiah 53. In addition, Alma's audience, the people living in Gideon, most likely included people who had escaped from the land of Nephi under the leadership of Limhi and Gideon some thirty years earlier. As members of Noah's royal court, Limhi and Gideon very well may have been present when he had quoted Isaiah 53 to Noah's royal priestly court, and were certainly present with their people when they and Alma the Elder all shared their accounts of what had happened to them. Perhaps for these reasons, Alma was confident that they were well aware of Isaiah 53, and thus he could simply note that he was drawing on the word, and trust that they would recognize where the passage had come from. Disciples of Christ today should strive to be like both Alma and his audience at Gideon, that is, to know and relate to Scripture on a deeply personal level, especially passages about how the atonement of Christ can alleviate all kinds of personal pains, sufferings, sicknesses, and societal ills if only all would repent and accept his intercessory bearing of our transgressions and iniquities. Thank you for listening. For more information on the Book of Mormon, visit bookofmormoncentral.org and click on the Know Why tab.